Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Talik. Today's special guest is Teller from Big Brother 24, the winner of Big Brother 24 and America's favorite house guest. How are you? I'm good, Talik. Thanks so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for being a guest on the Mental Health Podcast to talk all things mental health. Of course, but I think my experience in the Big Brother house is a testament to what you can go through and also what you shouldn't have to go through. So I'm really excited to dive in and, and just talk about some mental health stuff. Yeah. So my first question for you, I ask my guests, all my guests this when they first come on, how is your mental health? <laughs> the good first question, uh, pretty fitting. My mental health is actually really good. You know, um, I think coming out and having the triumph in the end that I had made a lot of things that I went through pretty worth it. Um, but also I've had other life experiences that have made me train for the new stage that I'm on. So I've had an experiences prepared me to interact with fans or have more eyes on me, more attention that I don't think I would have been prepared for otherwise. So, you know, I've been thrust into this new limelight and mentally yeah. it is a lot to take. But I think because I've experienced other things that have prepared me, I feel, I actually feel very strong and ready. So mentally I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And yes. that check just came. So I'm, I'm doing real good, actually. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, thank you for that. My next question for you, growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, my, both my parents, I grew up, I'm an only child. Okay. Um, and people would always assume, oh, like, that means you're spoiled, or that means that you got all the attention in the world, and that just wasn't the case. Um, I wasn't handed everything on a silver platter. My parents definitely made me work or earn things, um, but they always held space for me to be honest about my feelings, so I never felt silenced in my home, and I think that's what gave me the space as I was growing up, and even in present day, to have patience for other people, because I understand other people have their own mental capacities to deal with emotions yeah. and everyone should be given the space to handle that um, as long as it's healthy. Like that's what we need to be encouraging. So yeah, growing up, I, it's not something I think about often, but it was just so natural for both of my parents to encourage me to be honest with them um, without fear of retribution. So not being okay was okay because there was space for healthy growing and healing. Yes, yes. Um, my next question for you, what does mental health mean to you? Oof. I mean, mental health is just a full 360, all-encompassing um, life experience, I think. Mental health isn't just about like bucking clinical diagnoses. Diagnoses, language is hard for me some days. Um, but I don't think it's outside of just experiencing depression or anxiety. I think it's also understanding what is happiness? How do we define happiness? How do we define joy, our highest highs and our lowest lows as well? I think for me, mental health is more about understanding that it's okay to have a long-term growth and healing process and understanding that growth and healing is just necessary. You know, 
mental health doesn't always have to be happy. That's unhealthy, frankly. So yeah. I think for me personally, it's it's really about internalizing, looking inside and understanding where does that progress come, come from and giving myself and others the space to have that too. Yes, so good, so good. Um, as a um, question, as a black woman, right? Um, you know, society sees us like, you know, you have to be strong, you know, you'll get through it. You know, what do you say about, that's a stigma right there, you know? What do you say about that stigma right there that, you know, black women, they'll get through it. They're, they're, they've been through a lot. Like, what do you say about that? Yeah, that doesn't give me room to breathe. It doesn't give me room to exist as a whole human being. I don't want to be someone's mule that gets beat down on. I don't want or deserve to be seen as strong enough to bear the burdens that other people don't want to bear. That's not, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. You know, there's these stigmas and stereotypes that we have about black women being strong. What if I don't want to be strong? What if I want to be soft? I deserve to be seen soft. I deserve to be treated delicately. And we saw that in the game, you know, there were a few times where I felt like I was not being treated delicately like other people in the house were. And as the darkest skinned woman in the house, and yes. let's be real, like I'm pretty right in the middle on the spectrum of blackness if we're getting into it. But as the darkest skinned woman in the house, strength and power was automatically projected onto me as a fear. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, automatically projected onto me as a fear. Um, I was a threat. I was seen as my strength being something that is valuable but what about my lowest moments what about my insecurities what about when i want to be gentle those deserve to be taken seriously and delicately as well i think like give black women a break damn it yeah. <laughs> like, give yeah. us a break and let us all be full-fledged 360 human beings we deserve it too yes i love that i love the answer um before we get to our next question i want to say anybody out there that's struggling with any um deep depression or thoughts of suicide there is a suicide prevention lifeline out there and all you have to do is dial 988 new fast number just dial 988 or you can get into um your local nami they have free support groups if you can't find therapy um so my next question for you have you ever dealt with any thoughts of suicide if, if you haven't, have you known anybody that has dealt with it? You know, you don't have to mention any names for respect. But. Mm -hmm. um, so I've never considered ending my life. Um, mm -hmm. There are some times where I realize my mortality and I wonder what impact am I going to have? Um, and there was, and this is publicly, you know, I come from the pageant world. Um, a former yeah. USA ended her life, uh, Chelsea Chris, early this year in January. Yeah. And I think about the parallel that I had and aspirations that she had. Yeah. She had my dream career. She worked at Extra and Entertainment News, um, interviewed Oprah, interviewed all these people that I wanted to. And, you know, she looked like she had everything that people like me strive for. And just at 30, she chose to end her life. And I wonder, you know, when someone that you look up to yeah. does something like that, of course, we all wonder what we could have done. But she was also someone who was considered to be positive and uplifting and strong and encouraging other people to check in on their mental health. So yes. I wonder how do we check in on the people that are not just showing those entry level signs? How do we check in on the people who are the strongest among us, but really hurting the most? And that's where my concern is because we don't know what people are struggling with. Yes. I could have a very strong circle around me and yeah. half of the people in those circles could be 
struggling with contemplating ending their lives. Yeah. So I think it comes down on us to not wait until it's too late to have this conversation. Always, like you're doing this podcast, always open up the discourse so that people are not so far gone or feel like they have painted a perfect persona where they aren't able to communicate with us anymore. That's why it's so important to me to always talk about mental health in my circles because I don't want someone going too far and being unable to be helped. Yes, I'm glad that you said that because um, like like I, I know people that say check on your chakras. I feel like people should check on all their friends. Like mm-hmm. I struggle with my mental health, you know, like I always, people on my podcast that listen knows that I've been sexually abused by um, two of my cousins growing up, you know, it affected me. Like as in my adulthood right now, you know, I go through suicide ideation. I go through suicidal thoughts where I don't want to be here. You know, it's just like a lot of stuff. So, you know, just make, guys, make sure you are talking to somebody you know, or reaching out to somebody is better to have a mad friend than a dear friend, you know, yes. um, yeah, just reach out to somebody so your um, voice can be heard or you can just vent to somebody that you trust, make sure it's somebody that you trust, somebody that you can really talk to because you just can't tell everybody everything because not everybody mm-hmm. is understand mental health and that's okay. They don't, everybody doesn't understand it. So if you're going through anything, guys, remember dial 988, the suicide prevention um lifeline so my next question for you right let's get into pageant um (laughs) i would love to i would love to know like how was your mental health through that because we actually i know somebody that knows you tell her somebody that knows you um, oh who who you know is a a pastor in ohio columbus ohio his wife is miss world shaylin ford we oh I love her. Please. Shaylin is my girl. <laughs> All right now. Yes. Yes. So, um, I've never really asked about angel. the pageant stuff. I see that. I know that she does it, but like mentally, how is that in a pageant world? Well, it's funny. I think people assume that the pageant world is, a, I know what the stereotypes are. It's toxic. It's uh, it's degrading. All the things that you hear all the time. But for me and all of the people that I competed with, it's been one of the most empowering industries that I've ever been in. I have the strongest circle of women around me, uh, powerful, smart, accomplished. Those women came from pageants. This is this thing where pageants teach you about confidence within yourself. And I think confidence is such a key in understanding our mental health. When you believe in yourself, and confidence doesn't just mean always believing in yourself. Confidence always knows, it means understanding yourself and being unapologetic with other people and how they decide to perceive you. Now that also means understanding your mental health when you are and are not okay, when to ask for help, when you need help. You know, the pageant world is a competitive environment, but it's not, it doesn't, you don't win a pageant by having the best walk or the best gown or the best body, whatever that means to you. You win a pageant because you understand who you are and you're telling people, I love myself, take it or leave it, but I'm going to be fine when I walk off this stage at the end of the day. It is a mental game more than anything. And you will not get through a pageant if you are not prepared mentally. I mean, my coaches in pageants have mental prep days just so you can understand what it means to find your center and have strength when you're moving forward to advocate for yourself. That's what pageants taught me. And that's how you find success in that world. And I think that's what also helped me through the Big Brother house. I understood that, yes, it's a competition and I'm competing against other people, but it comes from within me to get myself to the end. 
pageants are the thing that helped me understand mental fortitude doesn't come just from pure strength. It comes from understanding your whole being. Yeah, that's so dope. That's so dope. So getting into my next question, I'm going to ask you, you know, big brother, you know, you know, the whole world. That's sometimes. <laughs> the whole world saw how you was treated, you know. I was actually, um, Shayla um, put something on Instagram, like, this is my girl. It was like an Instagram post. <laughs> and I was, I love her. She's like, she's the best, sweetest person in real life. I say it's crazy how they just treating her like that. She's like, she is a nice person. You know, <laughs> mentally, how was that being in there and getting out watching it? Because we know you've been watching the episodes. Like, how <laughs> was that? How is that, like, mentally? Mm, it's been interesting for sure um you know the the funny thing about the big brother house is that everybody else knows what's happening around you and you Mm. don't have the view that everybody else has the most that you pick up on is a vibe an energy shift and I know there's that clip of me just walking into the bathroom and bending over and sobbing and it's not because anyone said anything to me it's not because someone told me something it's because I just felt a shift in the energy. I felt a shift in the way that people were treating me. And slowly over time, people started to reveal things that they were saying about me or they'd heard about me. But even to this day, there's a lot that I don't know. All I knew is that I was being treated unfairly for reasons that were unjust. And there had to be a way for me to navigate that because for quite some time, I was very alone. No matter how much people wanted to stand up for me or be kind to me in small moments, in those early days, I was very alone. I think that's where my strength came in. That's where I also was very in tune to what a woman's tears will do. And I didn't want to use my tears as manipulation in the game. I was very intentional about making sure that I always took time away for myself because I didn't want my actual emotion to be manipulated as play for the game. Yeah. The Big Brother house was difficult to navigate for a quite some time but again because I understood how confident I am I understood how to advocate for myself I understood how to make sure that my mental wellness was prioritized and you know Big Brother is also really great in making sure that we have access to a therapist so on my lowest days I you bet I scheduled an appointment with the therapist to check in because I'm not going to go through that experience and not take the serious things seriously and now watching back you know it's funny because I'm not watching the feeds back and most of the feeds are where most of the intense things happen. It's still a summer show. It's a family show. So you can't show the darkness that happened this summer. But I think one, knowing the outcome and knowing that I've mended a lot of the relationships towards the end of the season helps a lot. And two, I have my core group of friends from Big Brother and my core group of friends that I had before Big Brother that are helping me watch the season. So, you know, now I can just laugh because I'm laughing to the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. I love that. I love that. that. Um, As like, I can say, I just started watching some episodes, right? And then I got triggered how they was treating you. I told you I was in Shayla's inbox and like, this is not okay. My friend Christian, I was in her inbox. This is not okay. But um, I can say, um, you know, a lot of people, like can say you know they get mad like you know what they would do if they was in that position you know and i'm so thankful as a beautiful black woman that you are that you handle so much grace because let you would have handled like devon said you know you snap back or anything they label you aggressive 
ghetto oh. and everything. I'm so glad, like, quick, like you <laughs> taught me something. I'm just like, oh my god, Teller could deal with that. I need to start <laughs> giving grace to people. I just need to start like with a smile and everything. I'm just like, I can't. When I'm at work, I can't do that. I'm just like, like what, would, what would Teller do? <laughs> <laughs> well look what would you do if you had seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on the line too right like there's a different incentive there's a different incentive and um yeah like i was keenly aware that america was watching i was yeah. keenly aware that what i was seeing and experiencing was being seen by everyone else and it's something odd about how i communicate now you know i've had some conversations with yeah. people outside of the house and i found myself still talking in a way where i just let them speak and I'm assuming yeah. that there are still cameras around where the cameras and all of America can see what's being said. Like I yeah. forget to engage and just let people talk on their own. So the circumstances are different, but yes, I think sometimes it can be beneficial to extend grace. It's like holding on to a hot coal. Like the harder you grab it, the more it burns you. Sometimes you just have to drop it and walk away. Yeah. And you don't have any burns on you. Listen, the fans, we was like going through it with you, girl. He's <laughs> going through it mentally. And I, I want to say something. Um, it really broke my heart like that, you know, people, the people of color in the house really didn't have your back. But what made me smile is that the cookout had your back on Twitter and everything. I was like, I wish Tella could see it, but she can't. She's about to win this money. <laughs> you know, they had your back. And, you know, like you made history, girl. <laughs> you made history first twice first, over first female black winner of big brother history um you won mary's favorite house player that's bad with a winner like i'm like yes like you deserve everything i just think Thank believe you. that this is just for you like everything that you got you deserve and i'm so happy for you like what can you speak about that you know that that time i mean that day when you won everything like how did you feel um it felt like retribution for me, um, it made me feel, especially coming out and knowing that uh, that America had my back, knowing that the cookout had my back, it made me feel like I wasn't crazy. Um, I don't internalize many things, but I take every accusation seriously. If someone yeah. tells you that I harmed them, the first thing I wanna do is make amends and take yeah. accountability. So as I did my investigating early in those days, I felt like I was getting BS answers, but I still wanted to remedy any issues that I yeah. caused. But to know that I was right, my spidey senses were right, I was mostly being BS. It felt good yeah. to know that the world had my back walking out, walking out of that house. Um, and then of course I went into the game having just watched Daniel Reyes the season, feeling like she was the yeah. best player to never win the game and to win 20 years later to the day of her not winning. Yeah. I felt poetic um, to win America's Favorite House Guest, to be the first Black woman to win. It all felt so like the greatest moment because yeah. it wasn't just for me. And I'm an only child. I can be a little bit selfish. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's okay. That moment <laughs> where it was for everyone else just as much as it was yeah. for me that it's been a lot to carry, but I've never been prouder to carry something. Yeah, a lot of people, like you made a lot of um, people proud that night. That, Thank you. Like the, your whole season was proud. Every moment, you know, you went through was proud. Um, 
My last question for you, what are some good coping skills that you could tell someone that may be struggling with their mental health? Yeah, you know, um, clearly my coping skill was grabbing a bag of Lay's. I wouldn't recommend that one right now. <laughs> uh, but on a, on a more serious note, um, I will say a g- breathing is a really, really great option. And I yeah. think self-talk is very important too. There were so many days where I would just lay in that bed, but it got to a point where I would say, get up get up, get out of this bed, get up. And talking to myself, encouraging myself, being gentle with myself, I was giving myself the love that I needed that other people were not giving me. You can't seek that type of love and validation from other people. You have to be able to bestow it upon yourself. That's like RuPaul says, if you don't love yourself, how the hell is anybody else gonna love you? Like, it's true, it's fun, but it's true. You have to be able to invest in yourself before you invest in anybody else. So self-talk, positive affirmations. Um, also working out helps a lot. Yes. And sometimes it can be hard to get up out that bed. I know you saw the amount of times that I was in the house and said, yeah, I'm going to work out. And then it's like three days later. But when you actually get on that bike for 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, you're just going to feel so much better because yeah. you remind yourself you're a human being with whole emotions and you're allowed to feel, you're allowed to exist and yeah. take up space in the world. Yes, that's so good. Um, my next question for you, what, can you tell somebody why it's important to put their mental health first? Because you know, a lot of people, we beat it for others, and sometimes we don't beat it for ourselves. So let them know mm. why it's important. So I think about it this way. Think of having a giant glass jar, and you have big rocks on this side, outside the jar, and you have a pile of sand. Yeah. If you... <laughs> fill the jar with sand first and you try to put the big rocks on top of it, you're not going to fill up. Nothing's going to fit in that glass jar. The rocks are the important things where you take care of yourself. If you're filling up that jar with sand, everybody else's problems, you have no space to take care of yourself. But if you put the rocks in the glass jar first and then you pour the sand on top of it and it fills in all the little cracks, but you're taking care of self, there's still space for everybody. You have to put the rocks in that glass jar first. That matters. You can't have space for anybody else until you put yourself first. Wow. That's so good. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> that was like really, 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 really good. Um, we, um, and just, I would like to end this question off by asking, you know, I don't like to end this this way. But you probably can't say much, but what is next for you? Besides, you know, Lays <laughs> cut, Lays, Lays cut you that check. <laughs> Anyway, That's right. We're working on that one. <laughs> Look, like, I, I was always very, very forthright about it. I want to be in entertainment news. I want to be on camera. I want to be talking to celebrities, maybe even hosting some Big Brother exclusives. That is the world that I really want to be in. So we are working actively to make that happen. And I don't think people are going to be seeing any less of me anytime soon. So if someone's not a hail raiser, sorry, but you're going to have to see me more on your screen. Yes, but I believe everything is going to happen for you. Listen, you are were a class act on TV. I'd be sitting there just like, she threw it mentally. I just would have lost it, you know, but I'm just like, she is the bomb. And, you know, congratulations for everything, you know. This just happened in this divine plan, you know. Happy for you. That's right. Thank you so much, Julie. No problem. And thank you I'm for just... what you're doing. This is really important. Oh. I don't think we talk so candidly about mental health. Yeah. And- its implications in all of this in the game and in real world you know we expect people to sign up for this game and 
knowing what they got into, but you don't know until you're yeah. there in that pressure cooker and you don't know what weights awaits you outside until you walk outside those doors so thank you for giving all of us a chance to be candid here um, thank you for um being a guest lawyer thank you so of much like, I, I, I told Shayla I was like I need to get her he said it will happen one day I was like it probably won't but Whenever you want. oh no we are, ooh, make it happen we'll make it happen for sure yes but thank you for being a guest on here thank you so much